Hello, and welcome back to the Sustainable Brown Girl podcast. This show exists to connect Black, Brown, and Indigenous women who are interested in sustainability. Our goal is to inspire, encourage, and educate each other. From gardening, to thrifting, to minimalism, to veganism, and everywhere in between. We are all on a journey to taking care of our bodies and our planet. I'm your host, Ariel Green. This week, we're keeping it local, and I'm having a conversation with the owner of a shop in my hometown of Noonan, Georgia. I love speaking to small business owners, especially those who are women of color, because it takes a lot to start a business, not to mention a brick and mortar. And I just think it's so interesting to hear their stories. A couple of weeks ago, I talked about the importance of supporting local businesses. A few reasons being that, well, first, it helps build the local economy. It's estimated that for every $100 spent at a local business, about $68 stays within the community. Also, the owners are often our neighbors, so we know that they care about the community and are invested in its future. And supporting local businesses is good for the environment because they often have smaller carbon footprints than large corporations. And these are all kind of topics that we do discuss today. So needless to say, I'm so excited to sit down and speak with Kenya about Greenhouse Mercantile, all of the services she offers, and her experience with being a business owner in downtown Noonan. Now let's get to the interview. Today's featured sustainable brown girl is Kenya Brantley, the owner of Greenhouse Mercantile. It's a lifestyle store in downtown Noonan that features a collection of curated goods from local artists, Black-owned businesses, and fair trade uh, products. Kenya also offers services to help you build a capsule wardrobe and making your home a sanctuary with interior design. It is such an honor to have you on the show today. <laughs> Thank you so much. I'm so excited to be here. This is like my first time doing like a podcast interview. So yeah. like my heart's racing fast. Like my hands are sweaty. Girl, so, yeah. <laughs> no, we are all friends here. Like awesome. no pressure. Awesome. <laughs> so, you know, I came into your store in downtown Noonan for the first yes. time a couple of weeks ago. And I just have to say, it is like the store of my oh, dreams. Oh my gosh. Oh my yeah. gosh. It's so funny. It's like, no matter how many times people say, oh my God, I love your shop. Oh my God, I love the way it feels when I come in here. It's like, I never really like get used to it. And I don't know, it's something that I always just try to really show gratitude for. Um, because I mean, like people don't really have to say anything. They They don't have to feel a certain way, but I don't know. It's almost like when people come in, I want them to get like this sense of like who I am. And so hopefully um, there's a little bit of that when people come in. Yeah, definitely. I mean, yeah. the aesthetic is just like beautiful. Like it's clean and it's it feels like crisp, you know. Oh, thank you. Yes. Yeah. So um, tell me, 
Yeah. Oh, what what made you want to open Greenhouse Mercantile? So um, I it's so weird. So um, my husband and I we were in the midst of a move, and I think this was like a really long time ago. So this was mm-hmm. but this was before like Facebook Marketplace and all those things. So all the, all all the choices that you have was basically like Craigslist. And so I was mm-hmm. like, well, I don't want to put like my things on Craigslist, like the things I didn't want anymore. So I said, well, what I'll do is I'll just like rent an antique booth in downtown Noonan. It was a little um, antique mall called Stairway to Heaven. Um, I went in there and like started putting things in. And I think that's literally like when I got bitten by the retail bug. And I, I was like, oh, my God, like this is amazing. And then so I actually started to buy things in order to sell them. Um, started going to estate sales and started going to like vintage markets and auctions and things like that. And I don't know, it was just always something that was just like near and dear to my heart. Even when I talk about like antiques and things like that and growing up in a home with my mom, she would always like, um, you know, take me to like antique stores and these sort of like pristine sort of, um, you know, like places. And I don't know, I feel like that sort of stuck with me. So that was really like my main reasoning behind it, honestly. And then like once I had my daughters, I wanted them to see that like black women could achieve anything and grow anything and lift anything and just basically like do anything. So yeah, that was, that is more my focus now and see and making sure that they see me in that light. Wow. I love that. I'm yeah. sure you're such an inspiration to them. <laughs> I don't know. My, my daughter, my oldest daughter is 15. So I don't know. I'm not sure. <laughs> well, maybe in a few years when she realizes yeah, how exactly. rough it is. Out she there realizes in the world. how cool her mom is. Absolutely. Seriously. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> oh, that's cute. So are you yeah. from Noonan? I am originally from a small town in South Georgia called Vianna, Georgia. Um, One traffic light, home of the big pig jig. I mean, it is like country, but um, I don't know. Like, I I still love going down there. Um, The simplicity of it all, seeing like the antique stores, it's so nostalgic for me. Yeah, I can see how Greenhouse Mercantile kind of pulls from that because it does feel like a small town shop. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. And I also noticed too that you, um, you know, sell things that are locally owned. Like you have some stuff from Serenby. Absolutely. Right? Yeah. So um, it's so funny that you in, that you mentioned that um, I actually got picked up to do um, a um, styling set uh, for them today. So I'm super excited about that. Mm. Um, so, yeah, my shop was actually out at Serenby for two years um, before I moved to Noonan. But, yeah, def- definitely focusing on like locally made items, um, even like with the jewelry and things like that um, and just making sure that. Um, I put that sort of uh, taste of uh, Noonan in my yeah. in my shop. Yeah. 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 I love that. And then, too, I also noticed that you have some Black-owned um, products in there, too. You were telling yes. me about one when I was in there. And also, yeah. too, I noticed you have um, a Jorn Tea House, who I'm a big yes. fan of. I love her. Like, seriously. Yeah. She's, like, yeah. one of my favorite people. I've never met her, but she's one yeah. of my favorite people. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Um, it was just so interesting. And I don't know if we really have time to talk about this, but... Um, when the death of uh, George Floyd happened, 
um, I feel like it really made me sort of like look um, into myself and into my shop and even like looking at myself as a business owner. And one of the first things that I noticed, honestly, was that I looked around and I think out of all the products that I had, I think I maybe only had one or two black home products. Mm-hmm. As a black woman and as a black woman business owner, I was like, what is going on here? So I really started like look at that disconnect and really started thinking about that. And so what I think it was is that I just wasn't conscious about finding black owned products. And now it's like if I'm looking for soaps or if I'm looking for jewelry, if I'm looking for candles, okay, let me see what black owned companies I can, um, you know, sort of look at to uh, be able to source those products. So um, for me, that was really major. Yeah, no, that's so interesting because um, I I like totally relate, you know, because I think that the George Floyd thing, really put that into like the forefront of a lot of people's minds. Absolutely. And not just white people. Exactly. It it really uh, woke up, I think, a lot of black people as well, me being Mm -hmm. included. So, um, yeah, just to be able to like have that sort of experience with that, I'm so grateful. Absolutely. Yeah. So speaking of being a black woman business owner, what has been your experience with, you know, having your shop downtown? I know there's a couple of other black owned businesses downtown, yeah. which is amazing. So how has it been? <laughs> it's not that many of us. Let me tell you. So yeah. <laughs> it's been really great. But I mean, like I still like look out my window at my shop and can still see like the Confederate soldier there. So Mm -hmm. things like that, I feel like even though we have pressed and have moved on and have um, succeeded in so many uh, different areas, there's still so much growth to be had and um, just so many different things um, to, I guess, change in downtown Noonan. Um, It's so interesting. Like, um, a lot of times I'll get older uh, Black people from Noonan that are from Noonan and um, they'll come in and they'll say, wow, I didn't know that we could shop down here. I didn't know that we could wow. walk around down here. Wow. And I thought like, wow. But for them, it wasn't that long ago that they weren't able to sit at, you know, counters or go into these stores or only as, you know, maids or butlers or something like that. And so to have them come in and say that and have that history and now being able to actually like own a shop in downtown Noonan is it's, it's amazing. Wow. Yeah. I love it. How long yeah. has your shop been there? Uh, five years. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. So we just celebrated five years um, and it's going really well. Like I can't complain at all. Yeah. yeah. I've noticed that I've been in Noonan for about 15 years now. And wow. I've noticed, you know, that it's grown so much, especially just in the past five years. Have Absolutely. have you seen a difference too? You know, it's so funny. Um, when I first opened up, you know, I had customers and they were like, I'm from Noonan, I'm from Noonan, I'm from Noonan. And now it's like, we just moved from New York. We just mm-hmm. came in from LA. We just moved right. from Atlanta. We just moved from, you know, Texas. Or It's all of these like sort of, you know, um, Uh, transplants, I guess, but we always joke that like Noonan's full, but I really do. um, I'm so grateful for those people that are like coming in because I feel like a lot of times it's sometimes we know that the people from Noonan can change Noonan, but it's also, 
I think the people that are not from here, that's bringing something completely different um, and just being able to share those experiences has um, has been great. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. I'm excited to see it grow. But yeah, sometimes I do also feel like we're full. Stop right. coming. Exactly. <laughs> no way. <laughs> yes. um, okay. I want to transition back to your shop because I also noticed that you have some zero waste products like yes. uh, produce bags and yes. um, you know things like that. So what made you want to stock those things? I really, um, I think just really looking at my own life and sort of like how we were living and, you know, having a toddler at home and just seeing that like, you know, like I know that we can't do all the things all the time, but I can get by her a sustainable toothbrush. You know, I can, you know, as I'm sort of shifting out into things that um, are bad for the environment, you know, slowly bringing things in um, that are good for the environment. And so, like I said, I think it's just like really um, looking at my own life and, and, and that and how we were sort of living. Um, so, yeah. And then I thought, you know, if I'm sort of making this change, maybe my customers would enjoy that too. And so, yeah. Yeah. Have you noticed, because I know you have um, your shop online, but have you noticed people coming in and buying those types of things? Like, does that kind of open up a dialogue? Absolutely. Yeah. So, I mean, even like with the um, like uh, biodegradable things that we have, like we have mm-hmm. a um, it's uh, for dishes and it's like a soap. Um, but you know, people are a lot of times are like our dryer balls are like, okay, how does this work? And because there are a lot of times they're just not like familiar with it. All they know is dryer sheets or whatever. But um, yeah, just like really being able to educate them um, on those products has been um, great. Yeah. 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 That's awesome. You know, because sometimes it's difficult to find those types of items locally. Absolutely. Yeah. And so a lot of times customers will come in and be like, oh, my God, you have this. Oh, my God, I'm so glad you have this. So um, and I think that I really do strive to to sort of like stand out and be different and have different things than than you may find at other shops. So, yeah. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, it is um, different from a lot of stores that I've been into, especially, you know, around town. But even like in Atlanta, there's not very many stores like yours. I mean, from like from what people say that are from Atlanta, there's not really a lot. And you would think that, you know, as big as Atlanta is, you would have, you know, a sustainable store on every corner. But that's that's not the case. So I think um, it's um, definitely um, just something that we have to continue to like sort of have dialogue around. So, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. So um, tell me about the other services that you offer. Gosh. Okay. So um, <laughs> I have just gotten back into um, interior design. Um, design has always been something that's near and dear to my heart. I love um, sort of like putting things together and creating and um making sure that like pieces, you know, uh, sort of uh, collaborate well together. And so um, it it felt so natural for me to um, have people come in and say, I love your shop. I love your aesthetic. I love how it feels. 
and transitioning that into like now an interior design business has been so wonderful. Um, I'm so blessed. I really am. Um, and so like my, um, my clients, they ride for me pretty hard. And so um, I'm now at the point where I'm getting uh, repeat clients. Okay, you did my, you know, patio area. Now let's do the kitchen. And now, you know, so um, it's it's so much fun. Like, I love it. Yeah. So are <laughs> yes. you working with people locally? I am. I am. Yeah. So um, and a lot of times it's definitely like word of mouth. Um, and then uh, what I really try to pride myself on is making sure that when you have a friend or a family that comes into your house after I'm done, I never want to hear someone say, oh, wow, who's your designer? Mm. I want the space to feel like they created it because they did. And I do feel like um, it's not just me coming in telling you what to do. It's so much of a joint effort. I want you to feel comfortable in your own home. Cause like after I tell my client, you know, after I leave and I'm done, I'm not there. Like I don't have to live there. I want you to love it. So yeah. Do you have a certain um, like aesthetic? Cause you know, I guess everyone has their own personal design yeah. uh, ideas, but when you're working with people, do you kind of bring in your own ideas too? Or- I do. I do. Yeah. And I mean, like, and I think I am truly like a minimalist at heart. I feel like mm-hmm. I've always been that way. Um, and I mean, I'm never going to give you a list of things just to buy and yeah. areas just to fill with things just because it's an empty space. Like, um, I like more of a minimalist, more of a clean look. And so I think that a lot of times my clients know that when they come to me, if you're looking for like a bunch of kitschy, you know, stuff. And I mean, like, that's, that's probably not, I mean, I could, but I don't want to, I don't want to do that. Yeah. I want to, I want to help you simplify your life. Right. Yes. Yeah. I love that. I plan on buying a house next year. So. Oh my God. That's so awesome. Here in Noonan. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yep. That'd be fun. Yeah. Um, the market's a little crazy right now, but know. you know, you know, I, I, I feel like whatever's for you is for you. And so, mm-hmm. yeah, you're going to be fine. <laughs> yeah, I think so. So, yeah. um, when it comes to designing your house, you know, like I'm all sustainable minded and I'm with you with the minimalism. My husband, yeah. on the other hand, not yeah. so much. We're working not so on much. it. <laughs> not one of those. Yeah. <laughs> when it comes to, you know, like designing, how can we be more sustainable with, um, you know, uh, decorating our homes? I mean, I truly feel like slow and steady wins the race like start out with like um you know just like your major pieces and making sure that like those things are sustainable will i throw in target and tj maxx things absolutely but i mean i feel like the things that you feel like you're going to stick with for a really long time make sure that those things are environmentally friendly so yeah and i mean that's okay to like mix and match like you don't have to have like, um, you know, all eco-friendly products. I mean, it's a process. And that's the fun part is finding um, different items for the process. Yes. I like to say it's a journey, not a destination. I love it. I love it. Yeah. (laughs) 
Yeah, because, um, you know, you can't do everything all at once. And right. I agree with you with investing in pieces that you know are going to last a long Correct. time. Correct. going to have for a yeah. while. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <clears throat> so um, also, too, I noticed on your website that you do capsule wardrobes. Yes, I do. You did your homework. That is awesome. Okay. So, um, and it's another thing that I really took from my own life. Um, going in my closet and having probably close to a hundred pieces and constantly coming out and saying, I have nothing to wear. I don't know what to wear. This doesn't look good on me. This has a hole. This doesn't fit right. I'm constantly pulling at it. And so basically the idea of the capsule wardrobe styling came from me just really paring down my own closet. And so right now I have um, probably about 30 pieces. Um, it, when I tell you it simplified my entire life to know that you can go to your closet and everything you pull out is going to look great on you. Um, I feel like it's like a win-win for everyone. Um, and so even like my kids now, I mean, like I don't buy them a lot of clothes or, you know, um, we really try to keep things very minimal, very simplistic. And so again, I was thinking if I'm having this journey or if I'm having like this struggle with all these clothes and, you know, not really sure like what to put together, other people are probably probably having that same experience as well. And so to be able to bring that to my customers um, was was really good. Yeah, I started a capsule wardrobe. I mean, I've never been super into shopping. So, right. um, you know, like my my wardrobe was never like so like overwhelming. But I did notice that I would have like some pieces where it's like, it's just one thing that goes with nothing else right. or it's a right. color that I don't love that doesn't really look great on me. I just bought it because it was on sale or yeah. something. Yeah. And I totally agree with you that when I like kind of parsed down yes. and decided what colors look good on me, Absolutely. what styles look good Absolutely. on me. It makes life so much easier. It does. And I mean, like, I feel like everybody sort of had that experience of like, oh, well, I'm just going to buy it because it's on sale. But I feel like when you do that, it sort of like takes the intentionality of like, even like the experience of buying a piece of clothing, especially with like quick fashion, fast fashion, um, things like that. I like for um, buying clothing for me to be like an experience. So, I mean, it's not like, let me just take everything off the rack. How does this make me feel? Um, how does the fabric feel? Do I feel good in this? And so um, really just bringing that more to the forefront than trying to trying to get all the pieces. You know what I mean? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So how does your capsule wardrobe um, services work? Oh, that's a good question. So basically, uh, people would just reach out to me. And then what we'll do is talk about your style. We'll talk about your lifestyle, what you normally do. Um, I don't want to put you in a bunch of, you know, frou-frou things if you're still working from home. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, if you you know, you don't need work clothes if you're um, working from home, really. So and just making sure that I like listen to the client, um, making sure that I'm available to them. And then going through, usually we'll do a Pinterest board together. 
and we'll talk about what do you think about this and this piece. And normally I can sort of like look and listen to people and just sort of like figure out their style and probably more what they should be wearing. I might take you out of your comfort zone a little bit, but it's not going to be something that you don't feel comfortable in. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. And do you work with people locally and, you know, broad? I do. I do. I'm actually working with a pastor right now um, in Atlanta. And I also have uh, virtual clients as well, which is really cool. Awesome. Um, we actually go through and we pare down a closet and we talk about, you know, the questions of, um, you know, does this bring you joy? And do you feel like you really need this piece? Are you wearing it? Because you'll never hear me say, throw it out if you're wearing a piece. Like it doesn't make sense. As long as you're getting like use out of it, I'm going to say keep it all day long. It's those things that you don't wear that are always constantly at the back of your closet that you, you know, sort of thumb through and don't really think about. Those are the pieces Mm -hmm. that we're trying to get rid of. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, we are getting close to the end of this oh, wow. episode. Oh, I know it went by fast, right? It does go by fast. <laughs> so tell me, um, or tell everybody where they can find you in Noonan online, how they can, you know, sign up for your interior design, capsule wardrobe awesome. services. Awesome. Yeah, yeah. Um, so I am located at 6A East Washington Street in the heart of downtown Noonan. Um, if you're on the side of Goldens, we're right across the street. We're next to Cat Eyes, not too far from um, Rock Salt uh, Milk Bar <laughs> Ice Cream. Um, and then sort of like right across the street from Redneck as well, if you're on the side. So yeah. Um, and then you can find me on all platforms at Greenhouse Mercantile. Um, and we also have a website, greenhousemercantile.com. There you'll find like jobs that I've done as far as like interiors, uh, a little bit about my capsule wardrobe styling. And then also, if you are a small business owner, we offer pop-up shops to those um, to those women as well. Wow. Perfect. Uh, So you're able to like rent the space out um, for, you know, as little as $50 a day. And it's great for like other small businesses who are really trying to like get their businesses off the ground, get their products in the uh, faces of potential customers. Wow. I love that. So you're trying to help out other small business owners too. That's amazing. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. Okay. So last question is, what does it mean to you to be a sustainable brown girl? Oh my gosh, I love that. Basically, being a sustainable brown girl means that you get to um, add your swag and your style and your, you know, um, just basically you to everything that you're doing in life. And then just making sure that you leave this planet a better place than before you got here. Yes. I love that. Bring in your own swag. Yes. Yeah. Perfect. (laughs) (laughs) Well, Kenya, it was so amazing having you here. This is awesome. Yeah. You know, I will be in your shop whenever I'm in downtown. I love it. I love it. Safe place to hate them down there. (laughs) Come sit on the blue couch. (laughs) Okay, I will. (laughs) Thank you so much. Thank you. And everyone, be sure to visit her greenhouse mercantile in downtown Noonan. Go to her website, follow on Instagram, do all the things. 
Thanks so much for being here. Big thanks to Kenya for taking the time out of her busy schedule to speak with me today. Please do support Greenhouse Mercantile online and offline if you can. I know I will be visiting her shop often, and I can't wait to have her decorate my new home next year. Thank you so much for listening to this Sustainable Brown Girl podcast. Be sure to subscribe and share it if you loved it and leave a review. You can find us on Instagram at Sustainable Brown Girl and check out our Facebook community. We would love to have you there. Until next time, let's continue to make healthy choices for the health of our planet and the health of our bodies. Thanks for listening.